welcome to the debut episode of Cult of Splat. This is a podcast where we take a look at a film that RottenTomatoes.com has labeled as rotten, meaning uh, it has less than 60% positive reviews by critics, uh, but it's a movie that one of us loves. So I am your host, my name is Taylor Bartle, and let me introduce to you my co-host, Mr. Kevin Nesgoda. Hello, Taylor. Hello, Kevin. What is up? Oh, you know, just hanging out. Play Nintendo. Oh, wait, wrong movie. What movie are you talking about? Basketball. Oh. oh what we'll, are you guys we'll, up to? We'll, we'll do just that. Just hang out, play Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that one. But today, we are talking about the movie Ready to Rumble. Classic. Uh, from the year 2000, starring David Arquette and Scott Kahn. Uh, this has a Rotten Tomato score of 23%. Yeah, it's almost right. This could be a little bit higher. I think, you know, we could push it up to like 50-ish. It's not the greatest movie, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that the critics didn't like this one. It's definitely not a, a critics movie. No. Uh, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is 52%. Yes. So that makes a little more sense. And I bet they're uh, all marks, too. Of course. Just like we are. Just like we are. Uh, the critics' consensus on this is humor at its lowest that isn't funny for kids <laughs> and is insulting to adults. Ugh. Wow. Damn, that's rough. That is, uh, that is scathing. Yeah. So the, I mean, the, the, the... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's like, you know, Scott Kahn, you know, showed some range in this movie, but, you know, um, David Arquette was just like, I'm going to scream and bug out my eyes the entire movie. It worked. It did. For his character, it did. Uh, the quick IMDb synopsis is, two slacker wrestling fans are devastated by the ousting of their favorite character by an unscrupulous promoter. Vince? Well, I mean, okay, we'll, we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. Let's, let's, let's talk about this thing. Okay. So the movie opens with a montage of wrestlers uh, from back in the day and current day. You've got Goldberg, Sting, Ric Flair, uh, etc. <laughs> I think there was Conan, Juventu Guerrera, um... We had some old school guys too, like Kidman. Buddy Rogers, Andre the Giant. Yeah. And and you've got a voiceover from none other than Scott Kahn talking about how wrestling is the greatest sport and wrestlers are the greatest athletes on the face of the planet. Yada, he yada, yada. As one of the biggest guys I've ever seen in a wrestling ring sits on another one. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. Uh, and then he, we cut to... Scott Kahn at a, a shop in Lusk, Wyoming, which I don't, I don't know if that's a real place. Hold on. I got that. I don't think it is. Uh, but he's talking to these, these young boys. Young boy. It is a real town. It is. What's the population of Lusk, Wyoming? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, 1,558. Wow. Pretty yeah, sure elevation. my graduating high school class was bigger than that. 
Damn, you got a big high school class. Um, but anyway, Scott Kahn is talking to these kids. He's telling them, you know, of, of all these amazing athletes, there's none greater than Jimmy King. The King. Uh, now, I, okay, we'll talk a little bit more about Jimmy King in a minute, but he's, he's undefeated. He's got the record for the longest winning streak of all time. More than Goldberg. More than Goldberg. More than Asuka. More, yeah. More than Goldberg and Asuka combined, I assume. Probably. I, I, he, I get the feeling he's been wrestling for a long time. He's not exactly it looks, yeah. green. No, he looks like he's been around since Jerry the King Lawler day. It's like he, he was green with, uh, with Jerry and Andy Kaufman back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so the, the shopkeep comes out, played by Ahmet Zappa, son of yeah. Frank Zappa. <laughs> and he says, you know, hey, you guys need to get out of here if you're not going to buy something. You guys are, he, he says, you guys are dumb as paint. And he looks at yeah. David Arquette and says, really dumb paint. Really, really dumb paint. Who, and David Arquette has his glass look over and like slushy running down the corner of his mouth. <laughs> Scott Kahn continues to just rave about Jimmy King. He says, you know, he can do anything. He can raise the dead. And this kid is like, can he really raise the dead? Because my cat is buried under my sandbox. I feel really sad at that moment. Um, Not that kind of dead kid. Yeah. Uh, Gordy, David Arquette's character, finally snaps out of his trance. And decides he needs to go get a new sugar slush. Yum. Uh, so, so he sticks his hand down his pants. Scott Conn's character, Sean, he says, Gordy, why does it look like you have your finger in your butt? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> and then he goes into the shop and we're immediately like transformed into a wrestling promo. We yep. get these, these fisheye lenses, green lights... And he's like face to face with Ahmet Zappa. And he's, he's possi- <laughs> possibly my favorite line of the whole movie. There's a lot of glare coming off that dome of yours, squirrel nuts! <laughs> Straight out of an 80s wrestling promo. Oh, yeah. And Ahmet Zappa just keeps calling him a boob. You little boob! Yeah. <laughs> oh, over and over and over again. So finally, Gordy just grabs him, yanks him over the counter. All of a sudden, there's ring ropes in the middle of the store. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage and Gorgeous George appear out of nowhere. Get the tag. (laughs) Get the hot tag from the shop. The hot tag. You want to get that hot tag to Randy Savage whenever you can. He's going to clear the ring. Yeah, Macho Man comes in. He's like, I'm going to open a can of whoop ass on you. Oh, yeah. Classic Macho Man. Yeah, does this whole Macho Man thing, but to, comes who comes in to make the save? But Jimmy the King. King, played by Oliver Platt, oh, and in shape Oliver Platt for him. Yeah, I was gonna say eh. for him, like you know, he he lost about six pounds between this and uh, Lake Placid. <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy King comes in. Him and Gordy clean house. They hit the double crown on the shopkeep. Jimmy King's signature finishing move. Which is his double axe handle from the top. Yeah. Um, 
all of a sudden the Nitro girls appear out of nowhere. They're just dancing on the the counter. <laughs> okay, I, thought, I forgot about the Nitro girls until this uh, rewatched this movie this morning. Oh, uh, how could you forget about the Nitro girls? I didn't watch WCW. <laughs> um. Oh, Gordy snaps out of it. Obviously, that was that was all a he all imagined. Yeah. These guys aren't just hanging out in some bumfuck town in Wyoming. Right, and ring ropes did not actually appear in the middle of the ring. They're in the Although, middle of the store. I have a business idea. <laughs> uh, so Gordy goes into the shop and he pulls his finger out of his butt, mm. puts it right in the shopkeep's face, and just goes, Hey, there's something wrong with this. It smells funny. The guy's like, Oh my God, what is that? He goes, It smells like ass, right? Like bitter sour ass. Ass. <laughs> You're that's about correct. Uh, he just keeps doing it over and over and over again. Here, smell yeah. it. He's, the guy says, "How did you drink that?" He goes, "Well, I struggled through most of it. All of the butt fruit kind of settles at the bottom. <laughs> bottom <laughs> butt fruit." Oh, I hope my wine doesn't turn out like that. <laughs> With butt fruit. With butt fruit. Yeah, Never I hope know. so too. Uh, at this moment, the local sheriff arrives. Turns out it's Gordy's dad. He tells him, you know, you guys got to quit messing around with this wrestling stuff because wrestling's fake. It's then, not fake! Yeah, David Arquette with the, the signature line wrestling's not fake! Eyes bugged out, voice cracking. Every vo- every vein in his neck and cheek and forehead throbbing out. <laughs> in typical David Arquette form. Yes. Uh, his dad says, you know, are you going to be a wrestler? Because you have trouble wrestling your wee-wee out to take a leak. <laughs> and Gordy says, oh, good. Gordy says, it's not that I have trouble. It's just that sometimes I don't see the point. So does that just insinuate that he just wets his pants all the time? That's the impression I got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, cut to, they're driving along uh, in their, their shit truck, because they yeah. have a job emptying porta-potties. Uh, since this is the year 2000, of course, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit plays. Yep. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they, they had a contract for every movie ever. Yeah, those guys can just live off the royalties of all the movies they got that song put into. Yeah. In like 2000, 2001. Uh, they're, the boys are excited because tonight is Monday Night Nitro. Yes. I guess in... Uh... Cheyenne. Oh, that's right. Cheyenne, yeah. Uh, they go to work. They're emptying some porta-potties for a construction site. The construction workers are like, hey, shit, boys, how's the shit work? <laughs> it, it, was, it was a good line. You know, that's about as best you can get from, you know, rural America. Right. Uh, Gordy, like, tries to suck Sean out through the toilet. I was nervous he was going to get, like, you know, a prolapsed anus out of that. You know, like, you know, the people who go sit on the drains and, like, swimming pools. Right, you know that ur- that that urban legend. That's all I could think about. I was like, "Oh God, something bad's about to happen." But Sean and Gordy get in a fight, and of course, uh, start doing wrestling moves on each other. 
Yeah. Sean hits a vertical suplex on Gordy. Snap mares, elbows, clotheslines. Yeah. Uh, cut to them going to uh, going through a drive-through in a truck full of ass juice, as Gordy puts Lots it. Lots of ass juice. So much ass juice. So many good lines just like crammed into this one scene. Yeah. It's just um, rapid fire. Yeah. Sean wants Brittany's taco with cheese all over. I just about spit out my wine. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said he wants the Brittany bare ass buffet. <laughs> all you can eat. <laughs> uh, mean, meanwhile, Wendy, another employee, is a huge wrestling fan and is just in love with Sean, and he's completely oblivious. Uh, another great line right here. Hey, hey, Wendy, how's the weather in there? Cold today? Hot tamale! <laughs> oh my god, that was a good one. And you, you, you got old Gordy on that one, too. Uh, you have to. to. You gotta get that grit going. Yeah. And also to like do a quick interjection, but has Scott Kahn aged from this movie until whatever else he's been in recently? The dude doesn't age. Is he still in Miami Vice? Is that still on? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Hold on one second. Uh, so the boys are out eating their burgers. Sean shows Gordy his bracelet he made that says WWKD. Gordy's like, w- w- wicked. Oh, wicked. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> just so disinterested right there. And no, that show was over in his wife, I know. Oh, that's right. But it was on for a decade. Damn. But anyway. Yeah, I just love the fact that Gordy thinks it says Wicked. Wicked, WWKD. Uh, but of course, I mean, Sean I had made one, one for him. In. Yeah. Which but what does hard. it mean? What would King do? Obviously. I had one in high school that said uh, WWCD. What would Conan do? Conan the Barbarian? The O'Brien. Oh. <laughs> um... Let's see, where do we go? The boys go home. Uh, their neighbor, Ms. McKenzie, is a thousand years old. This woman, I swear to God, has she, She's has, in she everything. Ever, has she ever been young? No. She's looked the same in that. Happy Gilmore. Um, oh, what was that movie with uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson? Wedding Crashers. When she was yeah. racist grandma. Yeah. Yeah, I swear. Same she woman. Just, She's either Benjamin Buttoning or she just like came out of the womb a thousand years old. If she's small enough, she may have came out of the womb just that exact size. Yeah. And just stayed that way forever. Forever. Uh, She's a big wrestling fan too, of course. Yeah. They tell her that they're going to Nitro and she's like, get me a t-shirt. A tight one. (laughs) Oh, Mrs. McKenzie. Uh, cut to the guys are at Nitro. They have terrible seats. They're way up in the rafters. There's like a beam over their heads. <laughs> They're sitting like this with like their heads all crooked. They're ducked. Um, you know, basically looking at, straight at the ground. Yeah, and Sean says his, I think it was his cousin or somebody gave him to him. Yeah. And uh, Gordy was like, well, your cousin's an asshole. He's like, hey, he lost a nut and numb. All right, well, then kick him in his good nut when you see him. 
Hey, if he lost one nut, would that just would he still just have his left nut? Well, that's right. He says he lost his right nut in Nob, and Gordy says, yeah. "Kick him in his left nut." When you nut. see him, he says, "If you only have one left, is it still your left nut?" Left nut. <laughs> it's your infinite nut. Uh, let's see. So Joe Pantoliano, Joey Joe Pants. Pants. Uh, he he plays Titus Sinclair, who is the the evil Booker that we talked about earlier. And finding out this was actually supposed to be Eric Bischoff, but he got fired from WCW before this happened. Yeah, it was going to be Eric Bischoff as himself. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I mean, he got fired just before this movie started filming. Which sucks because uh, Bischoff in this movie would have been great. Yeah. And so they. But Joey named Pants him, is awesome too. Sorry. They named him Titus, which was. A shot at the WWE and Titan Sports. Yep. I thought maybe Sinclair was a shot at Sinclair Broadcasting, who owned Ring of Honor. But Ring of Honor did not start until 2002. And Sinclair didn't buy him until 2011. Right. So it was just a funny coincidence. Yeah. Uh, Titus Sinclair is just like fed up. With Jimmy King. Showing up late. Yeah. He tells DDP, he says, hey, tonight's the night. It's all going down. Meanwhile, Goldberg's doing curls in the hallway. With like 50-pound bells. No, like 75 or 100. It's just like, it's ridiculous. Cut to Mean Gene Okerlund, RIP. One love. Who introduces uh, Jimmy King, who comes out to the ring with his little posse, which is consists of Conan, Kurt Hennig, and uh, Saturn, Perry Saturn. Yeah, it was Saturn. The most random assortment of guys. I don't think any of those three ever spoke to each other. Yeah, probably not. And, you know, I have to, like, rag on the movie a little bit here because the continuity was bad because they kept to, like, Mean Gene and, like, Bam Bam Bigelow um, and uh, somebody else, oh, Mr. Perfect, was right behind um, Mean Gene. And then they like cut, do a wide shot. Nobody was in the ring except Mean Gene. They cut back, and then <laughs> and then like Bam Bam and Mr. Perfect were back, and then they would just disappear. And then like everybody comes down, and there's like nobody at ring anyway. Sorry, I I I, I noticed stuff like that constantly, and I just like no no fix that. Go back and redo it. But you know, I mean, they had a big budget. They could have fixed it anyway. <laughs> Um, Jimmy King takes this moment to rap King of Rock by Run DMC uh, for some reason. Because he's the king of the ring. This brings out Diamond Dallas Page. Um, Did did he have his WCW music or was that a different one? It didn't sound like Cell 5-5. No, I think it was just like some generic music. Yeah, more generic than his generic Nirvana ripoff. But I was like, this is a WCW movie. Like, their logo is everywhere. How could they not get rights to their own music? Yeah, and Jimmy Hart actually composed some, you know, originals for the movie. And he's the one who wrote DDP's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Unless DDP changed his music in, in the late 90s or 2000s when WCW was circling the drain. He might have. I couldn't tell you. Uh, so Paige and King are set to have a title match, refereed by Lil Nate himself. 
Charles Brian Robinson. Phil Nage. Uh, in the middle of the match, DDP just goes into business for himself, starts throwing potatoes. Works stiff. Very stiff. Yeah, puts King through a table. Oh, and the, the stunts done for that was done by none other than one Christopher Canyon. Yeah, Chris Canyon, RIP, uh, was the, the wrestling uh, choreographer for this. And who better to do it? Who better? Nobody. Uh, King hits Paige with a, with a chair. Good shot. One of my favorite things about this movie is that they use like actual wrestling moves in legit fights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paige's goons, as they're referred to, come running out. And I take it back, this might be the most random assortment of guys. Yeah, it was Bam Bam, Billy Kidman, Hoovy. No, not Billy and... Kidman. No, Kidman was a good guy. Um, it yeah. was Hoovy and... Uh, it was Sid Vicious, yes, Bam Bam Sid Bigelow, Vicious. Juventud Herrera, Prince Iakea, and Van Hammer. Van, that's right. You got it. That one, yeah. Uh, this this brings the Kings guys back out, who then turn on the King, attack him from behind, and hit a four-post massacre. Nobody gets up from the four-post massacre. No. Uh, Sean blames Gordy. He says, this is what happens when you suck your buddy down the toilet. <laughs> DDP becomes champion. He As wears... Uh, here's another thing. He wears the big gold belt, yep. but it's silver. Yeah. It's like two-tone. It's like silver with gold accents. And I'm like, why did they change the big gold belt for the yeah, movie? Yeah, Ric Flair was in the movie, and... It was his design, his belt. Again, it's weird. Uh, so on the way home, Gordy and Sean are, they're crying. They're blaming it on allergies. Stupid Diamond Dallas Page allergies. Unfair cheating, bogus Titus Sinclair allergies. Allergies. <laughs> uh, they get so verklempt that Sean crashes the truck. Poop is all over the road. Everywhere. Cordy says, I always kind of liked the smell. Smells like French toast. Oh. <laughs> and Sean says, French toast dipped in shit. <laughs> uh, as the firefighters and policemen are arguing over who's going to clean it up, this 18-wheeler comes along. Doesn't see him until it's too late, even though it's like a 40... 40- Miles stretch of straightaway at that point. Yeah, with like, I don't know, three fire trucks and however many police cars with their lights flashing. Yeah, it's kind of hard to miss. It's the only thing you can see in the night. Yeah. They even have floodlights there too. Like, you know, so people can clean up. Like, they have a whole scene just set up and ready to go. It's like, all right, time to start cleaning. This guy's like, do, 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 do. Oh, hey, there's shit there. There's a little shit in the road. He jackknifes, smashes his his uh, cargo, and all his cargo comes flying out, which of course is toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> so good. <laughs> and it explodes from the truck, too. There's like oh, yeah. streams of toilet paper going everywhere. I think Gordy says something like, what are the odds? 
Yeah. But did you notice the guy covered in shit when the truck hit the shit truck? And then the next cut is like they're completely clean. And like one of them is holding like one roll of toilet paper that's like immaculate. <laughs> I didn't notice, but. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so they, they decide that this was all clearly a conspiracy. Um, which, I mean, obviously it was, but they, they figure it must yeah. be fate that it happened on the night they were there. And it's their job to get Jimmy King back into WCW. Yeah. Because, you know, what would King do? Exactly. It wouldn't be go and hide and wear a dress. Jimmy, you know, he wouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> so they hitchhike. They get in a van with a bunch of nuns. Singing some good choir music. Yeah, and then, and then Gordy's like, you guys know any Van Halen? Van Halen. <laughs> and I love the nun is like, no. no. And but then like, smash cut to a run Van Halen song. Running with the devil. Oh, Which yeah. they all know the words to by now and can like do solos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they get What's dropped sure? off. Hold on, they get dropped off and Sean is like, all right, tell me the truth. How many times did you fart in that van? I didn't fart once. They were the farting nuns. Nuns. Oh. Uh, they run into <laughs> the Shermanator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, what's his name? I have no idea. I call him the Shermanator the whole time. Yeah, he's just the Shermanator. He, yeah, he'll just forever be the Shermanator. Uh... He is, he, he's very good at the internet. Very good. Because this was 2000, the internet was fairly new still. Uh, even though, according to his dad, the internet is for pussies. Yep. Because <laughs> according to his dad, everything is for pussies. Yeah. Now who's laughing? I bet that dad is dead. Probably. Idiot. Yeah. So they go to uh, Jimmy King's home. Or last last known address, which is a trailer park. <laughs> of course. They meet his wife Eugenia, played by Caroline Ray. Love her. <laughs> she's she has a couple really good lines here too. Um, want to see, <laughs> want to see crabs up close? <laughs> oh God! No, never. <laughs> and they ask like, who are who are some of the the, the king's uh, known affiliates? And she's like. Louise. Okay, and who's Louise? She's a whore. She's a whore. <laughs> Nailed it. And then she says, if you do see Jimmy, tell him I hope his diddly turns black and falls off in the toilet. <laughs> or the crapper. Yeah, the crapper. Yeah. Uh, they also Is... meet Jimmy's son, Frankie, who says, you know, are you guys bounty hunters? Because if so, I'll split, I'll split the reward with you. And they're like, you know where he is? And he's like, no. <laughs> no. He's like, but I want to find him because they say if he doesn't pay for my dental bills, they're going to repossess my braces. <laughs> and it's just like a mouthful of metal and one tooth I don't think is even in his gums. But it's like part of the braces and it's just like floating around. Like, it looks like when you, when I don't know if you used to do this, when you used to make grills out of like bubblegum paper, like the, the shiny bubblegum paper. Yeah. And you would make a grill. That was kind of what it looked like. Just 
just metal everywhere. Yeah, it was not a good look. Um, yeah, so they talked to the Shermanator again. He's like, yeah, uh, my records say that Jimmy King has, has three kids. He owes all this back child support. He's filed bankruptcy. <laughs> and, of course, they're like, oh, this has to be a conspiracy. Conspiracy. Titus Sinclair, he's, he's trying to ruin Jimmy's name. Through multiple, like, angel fire sites. <laughs> uh, so they find Jimmy's parents. And they're like, yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's a piece of shit. <laughs> and it's like, wait, is that MJF's parents? <laughs> but I love that Sean's like, I don't know, because according to his autobiography, after yeah. you died in a plane crash... <laughs> No, I'm still alive. My son's still a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, but so they tell him where to find Jimmy. They go to this RV park. And this is where, like you said, Jimmy is in there dressed as a woman. <laughs> they knock on the window and he's like, who's there? I, who's there? Yeah. Um, Looking for Jimmy King. Just leave my husband's medicine on the t- on the stairs. I'll tip you next week. <laughs> that tip money was never coming. No. No. But they, they give Jimmy $30 for five minutes of his time as a personal appearance fee. <laughs> After he hucks a bottle of SoCo through a window at him. <laughs> and I love, like, Jimmy tries to give him the sob story. He's like, you know, my, my boy's in a wheelchair. My wife left me. My parents are dead. And they're like, we, we spoke to your wife and you your, saw kids, your, parents. your kid's not in a wheelchair and your parents aren't dead anymore. Oh. I love that he says they're not dead anymore. Yeah. And at that point, like Jimmy goes from like kind of like a normal accent to like full, like growing up in the sticks of Alabama accent. It just got <laughs> thick right quick. He's like, praise him. It is his glory. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So they say they offer to go on a beer run. So they go and they get him two Sixers. And they start telling him, you know, you need to come back. We know that Sinclair set you up. And he's like, you guys, you understand it's fake, right? Like, it's it's a circus with dancing clowns. Not to them, it's not. Yeah, and they're like... And then Gordy, like, t- tackles him, puts him in a spinning toehold. And he's like... They're like, this is nothing. Remember when Sting broke your neck with a baseball bat and you came back two <laughs> weeks later? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right for WCW in 2000. <laughs> but the king's like, you know, he, he says, you better get off me or... He's like, or what? Or what? He's like, or, or I will rule you. Rule you. And then he just like yeah. attacks them throws him around the rv and he gets up on the little couch and they're like yeah they're like crown us and he does with gusto yep the next morning they wake up with him pouring beer on their face and saying wakey wakey hands off snakey thank you (laughs) and it's the only time i've ever heard that line me too but it's a good line it is a good line uh he agrees to let them help him just so he can go and punch Sinclair in the face one time. Just once. 
So they hit the road. So of course my own worst enemy plays again. Yep. It's, it's like it's the road trip song apparently. Yeah, twenty four million dollar budget and they couldn't get a second song. <laughs> Uh, they sneak into Nitro, which is being held at New York Arena. Yeah, just New York Arena. Yeah. Not NASA, not MSG. They sneak King in in a porta potty. Of course. They uh, they spy on the Nitro girls. Mm-hmm. And Gordy is like, naked. Naked, even though none of them are naked. None of them are. They got the, uh, the late 90s lingerie rocking. Uh, so, in my notes, I have the phrase, for some reason, multiple times here in this one scene. <laughs> so, first of all, as far as we can tell, Jimmy King is out of WCW. Like, once he lost the belt, he was fired, he's done. Right. Like, Sinclair cut a whole promo saying, Jimmy King will never fight in WCW again. Yeah, he was, like, saying to DDP before, like, the job happened, that, like, he's going to be fired... There's no more Jimmy King in WCW anymore. This is your show. Yeah. Uh, and so, at this point, the next week on Nitro, Paige cuts a promo on Jimmy King. Yep. If Jimmy King is no longer involved in WCW, why does his name need to be mentioned? It doesn't. Not it's once. Not like, it's not like Paige is like, you know, oh, I beat Jimmy King, so now I'm the champion. Here's why I'm the best. It's just like, let me tell you about Jimmy King. He's fat, he's drunk, he's this, he's that. He's just a shitty person. Uh, This prompts King to jump out of the porta potty and attack DDP with the toilet seat lid. Which was a very thick toilet seat lid for a porta potty. That thing was like full on oak. That's true. (laughs) It wasn't one of those chintzy plastic ones that are like an inch and an inch thick. This is like a two inch thick piece of oak. Yeah. Full ring, too. Uh, Sean and Gordy attack Titus Sinclair. Sean does one of my favorite moves where he slides like a baseball player into an arm bar. With the, with the, uh, the leg scissors. I'll run his yeah. too. Yeah. That was Smooth. impressive. Smooth AF right there. A king covers DDP and a random referee that was standing there counts. For some reason. Yeah. Just because some toilet, you know, jockey tells him to. Yeah. Hey, do your job. Okay. And then Mean Gene says, new WCW champion, Jimmy King. It's like, when did that get sanctioned? Well, it didn't, because that's the first thing Titus says. He stands up and he says, that was unsanctioned. And I was like, that wasn't even a match. Yeah. Just random shit started happening backstage in the parking lot. That was just assault. Yeah, <laughs> literal assault by ex-employee and his two idiots. Yeah. Um, so Sinclair says, all right, fine. If this is how you want to play it, you can have one more match, and it's going to be a cage match for the WCW title and $1 million. Why the million dollars? Yeah, well, that's, that's another part where I have for some reason. For some reason, let's just toss in a million dollars. No one was getting paid, well, maybe a few people were getting paid a million dollars back then, but still. Probably holding, you know, that was about it. Yeah. I don't even think The Rock and Stone Cold were making a million dollars back in 2000. I doubt it. Uh, 
And he says, you don't even have to win. All you have to do is survive. So basically he's saying that they're going to kill Jimmy King. Yeah. And they should have. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> uh, that night they have a big party at, the, uh, at, the, at Jimmy King's RV. <laughs> and, yeah, they have, like, the trash can fires and burning pallets. You know, just King... a hobo party. Yeah. In the parking lot, I guess. Yeah. Actually, it looks like it was under a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy King's drinking a whole handle of something. Yeah, I don't even know what that was. Yeah, it was the brown, hooch. whatever it was. Yeah, drink the brown. Flush it down with brown. Yeah. Gordy finally gets a chance to hit on his favorite ni- uh, Nitro Girl, Sasha. The only one who's not a real Nitro Girl. Rose McGowan. Played by Rose McGowan. Uh, she seems into him, even though he's a fucking goon. Yeah. So unrealistic. Um, mean Gene is hammered. <laughs> he is shithoused. <laughs> Goes up to King and he's like, do people think I'm sexy? <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that Mean Gene's probably ever said on camera. Which, I mean, you know... Nothing but love for me and Gene, but if you've seen him, he's, he's not a sexy man. That's not a word no. many people would use to describe him. But Jimmy King is like, I think you're sexy, me and Gene. I do. I do. I really do. Brings a tear to me and Gene's eye. Um, but shortly after that, Jimmy King freaks out, has like a panic attack, takes off running, falls in a manhole. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight out of some Looney Tunes. <laughs> Um, Sean and Gordy know just where to find him. They go yeah. and they... Did they bail him out of jail or where? They didn't have money. They, I, did I, they I, I didn't really get what... Just the, just the city really works building? Part. Yeah, something like that. Like the sewer treatment plant or something. I love that the guy's like, how'd you know where to find him? They're like, we're in the business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shit business. So obviously he got flushed. Um... At this point, they sing Jimmy King the song they wrote about him. Good first verse. Jimmy King is the best wrestler. He's the bestler. Better than all the wrestler. He's got class. He's really fast. He'll rule ass. He'll rule that ass. We didn't work on the second part that much. Uh, so... They tell him that he needs a trainer. He's got to get back in shape for this big title fight. So they take him to Sal Bandini. Oh, good old Sal Bandini. Now, go ahead and say what you pointed out to me here. Oh, this, like, the gym is obviously the front of Patty's Pub. This was, like, shot back in 1999, like, you know, six years before. Um, it's always sunny appeared, but, like, you know, the, the front of the building where Sal Bandini's gym is, it's definitely Patty's Pub. That's crazy. I've been in front of that building. It's Patty's Pub. Uh, Sal Bandini is played by Martin Landau. I love Martin Landau. Another person who I'm not sure was ever young. Yeah, he's been the same forever. Uh, Sal Bandini, for people who know wrestling, he's a character of Stu Hart. Yeah. He... <laughs> Tough as nails. Yeah. 
but old as dirt. Oh, yeah. But still whoop your ass. Yeah, totally. Jimmy King goes to shake his hand, and he, like, wrenches his arm and crushes his nose. Yep. Tells him to tap out. Uh, so, he says, uh, he says, I, I can train you. I'm just finishing up with the local high school wrestling team. And it pans over and this, all these like 16, 17 year old kids in slings with bandages in their necks. And... Yeah. Just hobbling blood. And, uh, Sal tells him, remember what I taught you. Apply pressure until you hear cartilage snap or they crap their pants. <laughs> Great line. Uh, so Sal starts training Jimmy. Um, Jimmy is, it seems like he's kind of taking him easy on him because he's 100 years old until he kicks him in the face. Lays him out. Yeah. Sean and Gordy are like, I'm pretty sure you killed him. But all of a sudden, Sal's eyes pop open and he's, he hisses like a vampire. He's like... <laughs> Everybody jumps back. <laughs> and, and he kicks Jimmy King right in the balls. And that's like the 10th time he's been kicked in the balls this movie. <laughs> Um, he tells Jimmy, he says, you know, kicking me was right, but seeing if I was okay was wrong. A possum ain't dead until <laughs> it's scraped off the road. <laughs> oh, I missed that part because I was laughing at the first part of that line. <laughs> uh, at this point, Gordy has a date with Sasha. He goes to her hotel room, brings her a bunch of bananas. <laughs> yeah, for some reason. Because the, okay. the flower guy was closed, he said. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he brings her bananas. Um, he tells Sasha, you know, they've been training with Sal. And she says, well, show me your moves. <laughs> so he, like, hits her with a snapmare. <laughs> Just, like, lays her out real fast. And she's into it. Yeah. She's, like, Way taking to the bedroom. That never works in real life. And Gordy's like, oh, bedroom match. <laughs> Foreign objects. <laughs> yeah. When she pulls out her tits, Gordy's like, for an object! And he's like, backhands her off. <laughs> and then it like, pans to the stereotypical like, outside with the, the silhouette and you just hear yeah. her like, screaming. They're like, barking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and like, diving everywhere. Uh, so the next scene, they they go to the gym. They're, they're trying to put together a new posse for the king. Uh, if you look closely, you might see the prototype A.K.A. John. John Cena. John Cena. Which I think is the only time you see him. Yeah. Right? It's the only time yeah, you can see him. Yeah. It's, he's just in the background, like, you know, working, kind of working out. He's, like, playing with the machine and, like, talking to guys, but he never actually works out. It's because he was he the prototype. Like, Once he became yeah. John Cena, you couldn't see him anymore. That's true. Good point. He had that bleach blonde hair. Yeah. Blonder than Sting back in 86. Uh, so King tries to get Goldberg to join him. Goldberg's just like, you know, last time we were in the ring together, you puked on me. <laughs> and King's like, well, the fans seem to like it. Goldberg goes, I was your partner. partner. <laughs> I, I would have paid money to actually see that happen. To Hell Goldberg yeah. Match. <laughs> uh, that night, Saturn and Sid Vicious attack Sal. Sal is able to fight to. him off. Well... Sal's able to fight him off until Saturn hits him with a chair. That's or true. a table. Like, was it, it a table? Was, it was like an end table type thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Put Sal in the hospital. 
Uh, there's like crazy Butterfinger product placement in, in this hospital scene. Yeah, there's like all over the place. There's yeah, like five like, minutes of Butterfinger. Yeah, he's like, Sal, you want anything? And he's like, give me a Butterfinger. And then as they're leaving, like Sean pats King on the chest and he's like, hey, baby, watch out for my Butterfinger. Butterfinger. <laughs> and then when they're getting the Butterfinger, it's just like a slow motion of the Butterfinger getting unwound. From yeah, the like pulling machine. it out of his pocket. Yeah. Um, while they're in the hospital, Gordy hears Sasha talking to Titus on the phone and she's like giving up all their secrets. She needed and, a cell phone and sne- sneak away to somewhere better than a bank of uh, pay phones. Yeah, really. Or just text. Yeah. Hey, job's done. But, you know, she says that she loves Titus. Yeah, it's all baby talk. Yeah. Uh, so Sal tells the boys that they, they need to get away from the city, get back to somewhere simple, and just go back to basics. And they're like, we know just the place. Lusk, Wyoming. That's right. Sasha says, can I come along? And they're like, no, we're going back to find our heart, and you don't have you one. have one. Savage. Burr. Savage. And she, she and just melted her. You could see it. She, she, she just knew Yeah, it was over. Uh, so on the way to Lusk, they stop at the the castle. <laughs> um, Eugenia, as soon as she opens the door, she kicks Jimmy right in the balls. Yep. Number 11. <laughs> Jimmy goes, ow, my diddly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, I love, if you watch through the credits, there's like a montage of of Oliver Platt getting kicked in the balls. And it's like a good like forty five seconds of him getting kicked in the nuts straight. And then he's like, "Oh, the humanity!" <laughs> he also decked a Macho Man in the, like that opening scene too, accidentally. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, he promises that he's gonna make things right by Eugenia and Frankie. So they they go back to Lusk. Uh, Gordy's dad is like, hey, you, you have this cop exam. You're, you're done with the wrestling. Yeah. It's time to grow up. Yep. So Sean and Jimmy alone are trying to put together the new, the Kingsmen, they call it. They have these tryouts. Uh, the, the finalists are Fireman Fred. He was the, um, he, that was Ahmed Zappet again, wasn't it? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it kind of looked like him. I, th- I think it was a fireman. Oh, okay. Uh, his catchphrase is, I'm going to hose you. Kind of sounded like 94 WWF. <laughs> then there's the chewer, who is just a guy with like three teeth, who yeah, spits tobacco. Spits. Uh, and Pretty Kitty. Yep. Who, who, like, she looks very kind of farmer's daughter. And Jimmy says, look, Honey, we need somebody who can help us in Vegas. And so she rips off her clothes and says, my friends call me Pretty Kitty. And Sean's like, yeah, her. Yeah, we got to take her. Yeah. (laughs) And Jimmy says, what's she going to do? Boob him to death? Yeah. (laughs) It's a good way to go. Uh, Brittany is suddenly into Sean because she saw him on TV. Yep. But... Sean has has grown a pair, and now he's you know like, hey, you didn't want me at my lowest. You don't get me now. Uh, Gordy's 
not going to go to Vegas because he's got to take his cop exam. Yep. Hey guys, uh, that's a that's breaking and entering. Even if they're outside speaking to him. <laughs> <laughs> Sean and Wendy have sex in the RV. We see Sean Con's or Sean Con Scott Con's ass. Sean Con. Sean Con. Um, yeah, they come out Scott, yeah. wrapped in his uh, WCW NWO blanket, and then Wendy takes it, and yeah, we see Scott Con's ass. Yeah, just like just like tweeters. Uh, so the big event is called Royal Bash. Not a real event. Nope. Close to something else. Close to a couple things. Yeah. Uh, we see Titus backstage talking to Sting, and he says, look, Jimmy King cannot reach that belt. So whatever you need to do to stop him, you do it. Uh, okay, but... We see Jimmy King kind of mentally preparing himself. Sean walks in wearing a zoot suit for some reason. Yeah. I, uh... Maybe that's all they could get. Well, they're in Vegas. He should have been able to get something better. Like, I don't know why none of the factions in this movie have a theme or a gimmick. Yeah, they're just all, like, dudes in their normal wrestling attire. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So the, the match is not just a cage match. It is a triple cage match. And WCW actually used this. They did. It's three small cage or three cages getting smaller as they go up, uh, and the title belt is hanging above the last cage. So you have to exit the cage, climb on top of it, grab the belt to win the match. Yep. Good in theory. Works yep. for a movie, not an actual match. Uh, finally, we get Michael Buffer. In a movie called Ready to Rumble, it takes this long for him to show up. He, he does sooner. not say, let's get ready to rumble. Nope. He says, we are ready to rumble. Yeah. Now, you think that's a, a trademark thing? Or do you think it was just because he had to hit that ready to rumble a specific way? Probably ready to rumble a specific way. Because the trademark probably belongs to him. I would that's think like so, his, yeah. That's his signature phrase. Uh, match starts. They're kind of throwing hands. Uh, Sean cuffs DDP to the cage. After throwing powder in his eyes, he's like, kid, that doesn't actually work. Right. And then Sean tells him, a diamond upside down is a pussy. Pussy. <laughs> uh, Juventud Guerrera and a guy who looks like the son from The Masked Singer come out from under the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Who did you lose? Um, they're they're assaulting Jimmy. All of a sudden, DDP's goons run out. They use bolt cutters to open the cage, uh, but Jimmy just takes them all out with a ladder. Yeah, just spinning around and around in a circle. Uh, he's about to take out the guy dressed as the sun, but he says, "Stop!" Takes off his mask, and it's Frankie, his own son. And it's so funny because at this moment, Tony Schiavone is like, why did he stop? What's he doing? And then Frankie is like, I'm paying you back and clotheslines him. And then Tony Schiavone is like, it was his own son. And I'm like, how did you know that, Tony Schiavone? 
right? Because I mean, theoretically, this is a shoot, so he shouldn't yeah. have that information. And I don't no. think he could hear what was going on in the ring. Well, Shivani is one of the best in the business, you know. It's he should true. have more lines in the movie over Tanay. Also, where is Mike Tanay? Someone hire Mike Tanay because that guy is great. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Goldberg, Booker T, Kidman, and uh, Disco Inferno. Inferno. <laughs> Another random collection of dudes. Yeah. They come running to the ring, but they can't get into the cage, which I thought was weird because didn't DDP's guys just bolt cut the chain? Yeah, they bolt cut it, and they all dove into the ring and started, like, getting their ass kicked. And, like, when these guys, like, come in... Like, all those guys are, like, laid out still. Yeah, like, we saw him close the door, but we never saw him relock it. Right. And so it's so weird that Goldberg and the weird squad can't open the cage. Right. But luckily, Gordy, in full cop gear, on a motorcycle, comes flying down the ramp. Million miles an hour. (laughs) Smashes through the door. He would have hurt himself. Very badly. Yeah. <laughs> Lands in the ring perfectly. Uh, yeah, Gordy gets in the ring. He starts throwing hands. And we see his dad at the cop station. He's like, turn that crap off. My son almost threw away career for that. And they're like, your son's making a career out of that. Out of it. And so all of a sudden his dad gets really into it. And I love someone's about to jump Gordy. And his dad's like, harpoon his ass. Yes. <laughs> And that's what happened. Yep. And then Goldberg's like, nice spear, kid. <laughs> Thanks. Um, then suddenly Sasha's in the cage. For some reason. I don't know where the hell she came from. She just pops up out of nowhere, starts talking to Gordy. And Sean's like, hey, Sasha. And she's like, not now. I'm talking to Gordy. And he's like, I- oh, I'm telling you that you need. And she's like, not now. And then all of a sudden, blam, she gets whacked in the face with a ladder. Sean's like, I was trying to tell you not to stand so close to the ring during a ladder match. <laughs> was it a ladder match, though? That's true. It wasn't. Uh, let's see. DDP and Jimmy King finally get to the top cage where DDP hangs Jimmy with a noose. Because, because there's a noose randomly in the wrestling match. Um, I mean, they did say they were going to murder him, so. That's true. We see Sting watching from the rafters, as he was wont to do at the time. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy King is then monkey-flipped off the top of the cage all the way down to the bottom cage. Yep. Probably 35, 40 feet. Yeah, and he's, he's cool. Yeah, I mean, it takes him a little while to get up, but he, he does get up and start climbing again. Uh, but suddenly, out of the rafters comes Sting. It's Sting! I can't we do a get- we get the trademark Tony Schiavone. It's Sting. Yep. Uh, he kicks DDP off the cage. He then goes down to, to Gordy and Sean. He's like, hey, Jimmy King's all right with me. <laughs> Sean's like, I love Jimmy King. You love Jimmy King. We're just two guys who love another guy. Now give me a hug. And Sting punches him in the face. Yep. <laughs> and then Gordy's like, do me, do me. Marks. Um, Jimmy King has climbed all the way back up to the top of the cage. Apparently, so has DDP. They're just back up atop. We there. There was no yeah, they're, they're scene just showing us 
that they climbed back to the top, so we just kind of take it for what it's worth. You have to, you know, put your uh, belief in suspension. Uh, Jimmy King scoop slams DDP through all the cages. In slow motion. Yeah, DDP goes probably 50 feet down through three cages, through three cage ceilings. Yeah. To the ring below. Uh, somehow doesn't die. Yeah, he's fine. I don't know if he's fine, but... No, he's fine. He walked it off. Uh, Jimmy goes to grab the belt. All of a sudden, Goldberg has all these lines. Yeah, that <laughs> like, was weird. They keep showing Goldberg, and he's like, Get it! Get it, buddy! Do it! Yeah. You can do it! Yeah. Come on! Yeah! And he's like doing the cheesy, like, double hand fist pumps. Yeah. I'm just like, why do we keep showing Goldberg right now? There's like 40 wrestlers down there for some reason now. All pandemonium has broken loose. You know, half the roster's out there fighting each other, and it's just Goldberg in the middle of the ring, like, come on, man, do it, I love you. <laughs> I um, believed in you this whole time. Jimmy grabs the belt, and I love that he takes the time to make sure it's right side up when he holds it up. Yeah. It's the little things, you know? You gotta, you know, even though they've blown some continuity and repeated songs throughout the movie, you know, let's make sure the title belt's upright. <laughs> and it also had his name on it. Wait, did Already. it? It did. It didn't well, have DDP. They, it said the king on it. They probably didn't have time to get DDP's nameplate yet. Oh, they should have had it ready. Uh, Gordy and Sean just assault Titus Sinclair. They probably should have been thrown in jail for that. They should have. Uh, so everybody's celebrating in the ring. Mean Gene gets in the ring and says, All right, Jimmy, when are you going to go for the tag team titles? <laughs> Because that's obviously the next step. I was like, how is that your first question? <laughs> no, like, who are these jabronis who broke in here and just, like, basically took over WCW? <laughs> right. Like, how are you feeling after almost dying? Yeah. Uh, Gold Goldberg says, you know, I looks like you need a partner, brother. And he's like, nope, I got a partner. Gordy, a.k.a. The Law. And our manager, Sean Sugar Daddy Dawkins. <laughs> uh, so we cut to back at the shop in Lusk. We see Ahmet Zappa get thrown through the door. <laughs> Goldberg is standing there in full gear. Full gear. <laughs> Just at this, you know, AMPM style shop wearing nothing but wrestling trunks and pads. Yeah. This, is, this has to be where... Uh... Pac got his uh, idea to stay in full gear constantly. Yeah. Always be ready for a fight, because you could be at an AM, PM, have to throw a motherfucker through the door. <laughs> Suddenly, Nitro Girl Shay shows up in a Jeep. Uh, they get in the Jeep. Sal is in the back in a makeshift hot tub. A couple with, of Nitro Girls. With uh, Fire and... Uh, I don't remember her, No, I don't remember her Nitro Girl name, but it was Charmel. It was Booker T's wife. Oh, that's right. Uh, and as they drive away, we see their license plate says WWKD. Oh, well, wicked, wicked, just like the movie. Uh, yeah, and that's it. You, you said it had a twenty-four percent, right? Twenty-three, I believe. Twenty-three. You know what? I like this. It, it, it's stupid fun. I know we said we weren't going to do rankings, but I'm going to give it a 67. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's important to remember that 23% does not mean, like, 
It's like it's not a ranking. No. It just means that only 23% of critics thought this movie was good. <laughs> Which is insanely low. Like, really, really low. Is it a good movie? No. Is it a fun movie? Absolutely. Yeah, it's like one of those, you like, you could be flipping around on TNT one day and like, you know, you're watching the end of like, you know, the Warriors and the Jazz and all of a sudden, you know, the next thing on is Ready to Rumble. Yeah, I'm going to stick around and keep that on. Yeah, why not? I went to a Ready to Rumble uh, watch along and I met David Arquette. Oh, back in um, the first pay-per-view for uh, AEW, right? That's right, yeah, in Vegas. Nice. So yeah, I love this movie. It's very quotable. Very. It's very funny. Um, I mean, it helps if you're a wrestling fan, but I don't think you need to be. No. There isn't enough wrestling or, like, terminology to, like, really need to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, I think we've used more wrestling terminology in this podcast than there is in this movie. Yeah, we're kind of wrestling geeks, so, you know. Yeah. In this... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I picked this movie, so obviously I recommend it. Sounds like you recommend it. I'd recommend it. I'd watch it again. So, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck them and their rotten asses. Go watch Ready to Rumble. Uh, and uh, thanks for listening. Thank you to the two people that we're probably related to who listened to this. <laughs> uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we're, we're slowly rolling out to more platforms. Uh, so if we're not wherever you normally listen to your podcasts right now, keep checking back. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, probably going to do a Facebook and Instagram too. It's all going to be Cult of Splat. So You'll see some links up. Uh, you can also follow me. On Twitter at the Taylor Bartle, Kevin. Where do they follow you? At Kevin Descoda. Easy enough. If you can spell my last name correctly, like two percent of the population. Really, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard. Yeah, people fuck it up all the time. I don't know how. Nescoda. Easy. Anyway, I digress. Anyway, so uh, until next time. Which for us will be in a couple minutes. Bye.